previously on Pantscast. Put that no, into perspective. No I, no, I mean, the Mandalorian's good. Totally get what you're saying. It and I yes I and I I've heard that from so many people. I I I can't not believe that it isn't. Is that right? Did I have enough negation in there to to, turn, to spin that thing around? I think it's one too many. I mean, I told you that you should you should have just been listening to me. Like, why do you need other people to like back up this this opinion? Yeah. What's going on <laughs> here, Joe? Joe, you disappear for months at a time into the into the uh, the bitiverse. Crypt- crypto, crypto, <laughs> grabbed a hold of yes. me. <laughs> and let's not go there because we've already been yeah. thirty minutes on a movie. Sorry. Okay. So anyway, I'm I, I am less uh, <laughs> excited about the idea of a TV series. Um, you know, it just I why and it's you know why why it's the sort of why that hit, that you know just bites down to my soul and you know it's like makes me question why why I'm here why we're here well maybe because we are all a little weird and life's a little weird and when we find someone whose weirdness is compatible with ours we join up with them and fall in mutual weirdness and call it love I will give I will give you I won't give you a, a Dogecoin because I don't know what that's worth in the real world, but I will be very impressed if either of you can pull who wrote that quote. Uh, Billy Madison. Questions are welcome in the show feedback thread on our Discord server. Go to gleepsgaming.fun and click on the link. We thank you for your support. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Next stop. Pantscast. <laughs> that's a good... That's a, Joe, you always have the best guesses. Was it Bill Murray? No, Dr. Seuss, of all people. Um, that racist. And, uh, <laughs> oh. Um, so I, I thought that that was kind of cool. And I thought that that sort of, you know, encapsulated um, our community, you know, our gaming community a little bit. Because, we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, an interesting collection of characters. Um, you know, you think of, you know, we have... Uh, present company, um, you know, with Zampier and Avi Physics, and uh, you know, of course, of course, Vendus, and uh, uh, so we've got some real characters, and but somehow we usually we're able to make it work. Maybe not consistently, maybe not all the time, but we still um, we're able to uh, share some of our eccentricities and be forgiving of others' eccentricities uh, for the most part, and. Um, and I and I that just adds incredible value to my life, and um, I I think that that's uh, important, and um, so that's what I kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit, in the context of the show that we're doing, and you know how we uh, how we want to uh, change things going forward, perhaps because you know we've talked before we we don't have a lot of subscribers um, and. Um, uh, you know, so it's, you know, I, I don't want to be focused on, uh, gathering numbers. I don't want to be driven by numbers because that, that turns into, oh, well, we, we talked about this thing, this one thing, um, and, uh, we got three new subscribers. So let's, you know, let's rearrange everything that we do around that thing until it stops working. And then it's like, then I'm, then it's not fun. You know, it's, it's. It needs to it needs to be spontaneous and um, uh, kind of like the conversation we were just having. You see, that's what I've always wanted to try to advertise or to present with the shows that we do. And this was, you know, the same thing back with Versecast when we started doing the community show. Is like, you know, we have so much fun together in chat. A lot of times, it doesn't it doesn't matter if we're playing the same game. Um, we we get along and it's a um uh, a friendly place to show up 
And like I said just a moment ago, it doesn't always work, too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of times, you know, you show up and there's nobody there. But I think that that's sort of a numbers game and that if we can expose more people to the kind of friendly that we offer and the kind of um, enthusiasm for games and gaming culture, nerd culture, pop culture perhaps, um, that there will be others, you know, weird like us who will want to show up and hang out. And, uh, and then from there, then we, you know, we, can, we have more people to play with. So, um, you know, bottom line, I want to reject the null hypothepants. I was very, I'm very proud of that one. Uh, that what we do here has no value. Um, I believe it has value, but I, I just want to, um, I just want to put it out there that it is a thing I consider, and I want to, um, uh, to get beyond that because understanding, of course, that the appropriate level of confidence for such a test is somewhere just shy of. So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> because in the end. This is meant to be fun. Modesty tissues will be provided. I don't, when did I write that? Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I, I wish, I wish I had remembered my econometrics a little bit better. I could have pulled a Lloyd Christmas joke out of that, and that that would have been special. So anyway, first things first. I just want: how do we, you know, and this is all in the context of of our gaming community and this show for for those of us here. How do we define value? Um, and I know that that's an ambiguous question, so uh, I'll go first here. Because I, I think that a that critical value, and I believe that there is critical value or a critical value level, because at some point it, it you get to a place where you're just like going, you know, why do I bother? You know, and then you stop showing up and you end up, you know, playing on Grit's Discord server. <laughs> just kidding, kidding, Grit if you hear this but you know that's a thing that i noticed too is that not so much people have not been showing up to gleef's gaming uh server but also i know it, it appears to me that a lot of people are are not gaming on those guys with ships anymore a lot of the people that we used to game with because uh, I, I logged in on last friday night and there were a bunch of people playing Valheim, but I couldn't find them. I had no idea where they were. I mean, I could tell through Steam they were playing Valheim, but I couldn't find what server they were playing on. Um, and so it's kind of that, you know, it's kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of sad because, you know, even if I wasn't, didn't want to play Valheim, you know, I still would have popped in channel and said, hey, how's everybody doing? And, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, kept, kept that relatedness alive. But when people... You know, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that. But I'm just saying, um, how do we, you know, how do we not ensure, but how do we make it so they're more likely to come back eventually and not just kind of quietly drift away? Does that make sense? I I don't know if that's our problem to solve as far as TGWS goes. I um, sure, 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 sure. It's for other people, You're... but for Gleep Gaming, um, I, don't, I think it's more of. A focusing on a particular thing so that people know when they come out like they have some expectation of what they can get mm -hmm. you know whether, whether they have time to come out every day or they have time to come out one day like mm -hmm. uh, having a, a couple of games that they know um, people will show up for I think is, mm -hmm. is more important than anything else and uh, having expectations mm -hmm. of like the the social contracts that we sort of engage in like you were talking about like we're all nice to each other we, we try to have a good time um, we all yeah. try to be pleasant and just have fun. Um, right, right, because we're not a, we're not a, you don't have to try out to play on our server, you know, right. or to play in, you know, in chat. I mean, and there are a lot of Discord servers where I think that are set up that way. I know back in the, the Ventrilo and TeamSpeak days, I mean, it was like, hey, you know, do you want to, do you want to try out on this server to see if you can you know, come over and play with, uh, I remember Team Legacy was one of the, the groups, and it's like, try out do i want to, i haven't tried out for anything since third grade and that was so scarring that I, you know I, I swore i would never do it again um, <laughs> you know it's like what do i need to go like you know try to perform in front of a bunch of ex-military guys you know <laughs> you know yeah what do, you, what do you want me to you want me to shoot the apple off the fence post it gets probably can't hit it unless i'm standing <laughs> yeah, standing right up next to it <laughs> it gets more serious you know when you're playing like Something like Star Citizen, where people really want to go hard, or, or Arma, or whatever it is, your, your sim games, just high stakes. Right, right. 
Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, and I got nothing against going hard, but you know, I would, if 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 I'm going to go hard, I would rather do it as a dwarf in deep rock. You know, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> a thing that I can build up to. And and when we fail, it won't be a dressing down like you know, you guys failed to follow protocol. Blah 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 blah. It'll be oh my god, the, the, did you see? There must have been seven of the the juggernauts or the the yeah the big the big ones. Um, all at the same time, you know. So because then that then that's something to have fun with and laugh about and and uh, you know, you know, take back to uh, main chat and say, oh yeah, yeah, we won, we won, dude. I totally got epic epic drops, but I, I don't want to show you right now because I don't want you to feel bad. <laughs> you know, see that that's 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 the that's where it's fun, you know, at least for me. So yeah, um, there is something to be said for constructive feedback because I. I don't know, there's always the, the end game in these games where you really want to have like four friends who can take on the hardest difficulty together, and that is a special kind of fun, I think, when you when you work together and grind and get to that level. That is super yes. fun. Yes, yes. Um and it's and it's and I think that, that too, getting accomplishing that is also to a certain extent a function of numbers. Because there are those among us that are able to level their characters much faster than the other ones, and, and there are those of us that just lack some basic innate skills. <laughs> um, but we, but we do words good, so that that's how we add value. Um, so, it, but you know, it's you know, it. But I, that's why you know, I think you know, if you have if you have more people popping in, I mean, it was like you know. And I, and I know you were there, sorry, and I, I believe, I don't know if Joe, if you were there back when we used to do the Friday nights, when the Friday nights first started, and we were in Arena Commander, you know, and we would do the Battle Royale and the, the, the Capture the Flag one the, with the, the rings or whatever it was. Um, and so we, we had enough people that it was like, okay, well, we need to divide up into this many, you know, in this many different groups. And, you know, so-and-so is going to, you know, going to lead this group and so-and-so is going to lead this group and we would move to different channels and what have you. And that's not a, a thing that, you know, at least that I remember experiencing much since then, except for maybe, um, well, in, um, in uh, Deep Rock where we, we, <laughs> we end up with five people and there's only room for four. You know, so there's there's been that, and same thing with uh, with uh, Sea of Thieves and all these other co-op games, where, which I think, sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, those are the games that seem to work best for us for our group. Is the games where you know it's kind of like a, a one-shot tabletop encounter where you show up and you may have to have some leveling done ahead of time but if you keep playing the same game you know on a, on any kind of regular basis you're going to end up with a character you can use to participate and you show up and and whoever's there's like oh cool you know we 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 do the thing and um we have fun and then when it's done we say hey you know you guys want to come back same time next week and everyone says yeah because they want to, and then life happens in between, and maybe only three out of the four or two out of the four people can actually make it back. And then you pick up two other people, and and then you you rinse and repeat. Um, so you know, and out outriders. I mean, I think outriders is a great example. I mean, it's only three people at a time, but <laughs> it is it is a a game that. Uh, uh, I think, especially the way that it's designed, I think that the, the classes complement each other. Um, and so assuming you can have some people, you know, that are able to play in this, effectively in the same world tier, then it works well um, for, our, for our bigger purpose of having, you know, the, uh, the fun experience or having the, 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 the fun community, um, you know, and in the past, we have in the recent past, we've gone after games like um, you know Last Oasis, which which didn't work for reasons not having anything to do with um, with us. I think as much as there was just issues with the game, and God, so much stuff comes out, and it's just what you were playing last week just kind of disappears, you know, which is also makes it is, is another thing to add to the calculus that 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 makes. Uh, arriving at, at uh, the optimal answer really really difficult yeah I think it you know so I think it's a combination of a lot of things like I just watched founders 
uh, the, last night as I was falling asleep. Gleet, watch Founders. It's a movie about how McDonald's started. It's great. Um, I've heard that. I've yeah, heard that it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good movie. Uh, and The Big Short. You should watch The Big Short. Um, but anyways, he, he was telling us as, as a salesman, he's like, you know, you, you have to create supply to drive demand. And it, it really doesn't fit, and it's counterintuitive, but it kind of fits here. Like, if you're playing three or four-player games, yeah, you can get the people in, and the people you get in will be satisfied, but, like, you really can't grow your community if you're only playing, you know, because it's like you got to get in, or if you have too many people, then, like, you're, you can't play together. But I think the other problem is, too, is there's been no really compelling MMOs that can really just hold people's time like Star Wars Galaxies did or WoW did. <clears throat> Or mm-hmm. I, I yeah. can't even think of any more modern games for myself that like really just kept people invested. For for TGWS, it was Star Citizen, and for the longest yes. time, Star Citizen kept together. The fact that TGWS is like sort of fracturing isn't really indicative of the community. I wouldn't say as much as is the game is just not there to keep everyone. Yes, exactly on the same page and and, and engaged. And mm-hmm. so people naturally mm-hmm. fall out into these small groups because most games, it's just easier to, to go with two or three other people. Like Valheim's a perfect right. example. Valheim was never right. meant to be an MMO. Valheim is meant to be, you know, no more than 10 players, like they were saying, for sort of support issues, but even game mechanics issues. Like that game kind of, it's like Minecraft where you just sort of like play around, but it's not even like Minecraft because I think Minecraft can actually somehow supports having more people on a server in the way that it plays out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Valheim is sort of like everyone kind of plays. They go through their thing, and maybe you, like, join up with, like, three or four other people to, like, view your house or something. Um, Or, like, hey, I did this build. But it's never anything, like, I don't know. To me, like, we play at the office. We have, like, a game night that happens, like, every other week or so. And, like, a couple of, like... Maybe five or six of us will get together and we'll, and we'll play for like four hours and that's it. I, mm-hmm. It's just really hard to like. You're you're not gonna have a full server like you're not gonna build a large community around that like you would, even with Ark like even I don't think Ark you can get like large numbers but like you can get larger numbers even Last Oasis. But by the way, you know, not enough content there. So I think that's our biggest hurdle. Yeah, it's really having that engaging game that people can just get lost in. And there's and there's a lot of people that are saying that too. You know, they're saying that you know what what's up with MMOs and what's um, you know why is it that we're not getting um, where you know saying you know what's the next WoW killer? It's a joke. You know, I mean, well, it's not a joke. It's a meme. You know, it it, it doesn't. Uh, you know, people don't really take it seriously just because there's and it's and it's it, likely it's not a fair comparison. Um, you know, and I think it was the same thing with Star Citizen because it that lightning struck, um, and it tapped into a community with disposable income, and um, a desire to a, a nostalgia, a nostalgia that they were willing to, you know, put that disposable income into, and uh, you know, but as a function of time, it it just the center could not hold. You know, it just it doesn't. Um, um, it just didn't. It didn't come out. It didn't get done. You know when it needed to be done. I think for it to uh, really take off like we had hoped that it would. Like when we when we excuse me when we first started the verse cast. Uh, you know our, the purpose was very simple. You know we we all we had and we we were talking. It was myself and Pizza and uh, Caleb. I don't know if you guys have ever met Caleb. I haven't talked to him in years. But anyway, but he, uh, the three of us got together and it's like, you know, hey, we've all been parts of gaming community, different gaming communities. And more times than not, you know, we find something and we have a great time. And then within a couple of months, people just stop showing up and it fades away out from underneath us. So we figured yeah, if we start and, <clears throat> excuse me, administer our own gaming community, then that can't happen to us as long as we keep showing up. So... Those guys with ships gaming community is going to be our community, and the verse cast would be the way that we attracted people to want to be a part of that community. And uh, fairly quickly, within about a year, we made a, a lot of progress. And uh, and of course, we measured that progress by 
the num- member easy there was it was easy to measure because it was the number number of members in the Star Citizen organization and the the TGWS organization, and which peaked out at like five hundred people. So it's like you know we're we're talking about you know if we if we get five people showing up on a Friday night, you know then we can't play Deep Rock because that's going to leave somebody out in the cold, um, you know or we don't want to we would prefer not to, um, but if you have five hundred people showing up. Then, or you know, just say half of those. If you have 250 people showing up, then that's not an issue. It's like, hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna go do this mining run. We're gonna do the, the Kessel Run, <laughs> um, or the uh, the Chris Roberts equivalent of you know the Fidelity, the Fidelity Run, um, <laughs> and so. But that's you know, and I my personally I. I had never done a podcast before. I had never led a gaming community before or been in, in a position of responsibility. Uh, so, you know, to me it was like, oh, wow, so this is how you do that, you know? And uh, then, you know, when the the sad story unfolded the way that it did, it was time for me to move on and start something else. Uh, you know, I didn't have an, I didn't assume that I was going to have the same thing repeat, but the way that I wanted to achieve what I uh, was hoping to, to do uh, was uh, was the same, you know. And Soren was with me from from day one, and you know we had we had um, you know Warframe in common at that time, um, and we were pretty much you know not at first, not the first few episodes. It was more sort of general topic, and you know <laughs> we were talking about Anthem when it first came out. This was in February of 2019. We were, we were, how excited we were for Anthem, <laughs> and um, and uh, you know, so we did that, and we had, you know, we had we had several people on the show at that time, but then it sort of kind of uh, tapered off to Sorian and I talking about Warframe um, every um, every show, which was fine. It was a lot of fun, and Warframe is a great game, but um, for whatever reason, it doesn't have. I don't think it has the same social thing or it didn't have the same social thing that we had imagined that or that we had imagined originally for those guys with ships in Star Citizen. You know, the same sort of, um, you know, people are people are hanging out at the bar, you know, go see if you can find a couple guys who want to go do this thing with us. Um, So, but, you know, still, you know, it's a great game and... um, and I will go back in there again at some point. I know they've had some challenges and stuff. And so, which, you know, sort of also is indicative of, you know, maybe one game is is never going to, to satisfy all of our needs because the Star Citizen was, was going to be so diverse with all of the different professions and what have you that, you know, if you got tired of doing, you know, cargo hauling you could maybe do mining for a while you know and you know meet some new people and you know hang out with them for a little bit and then you know come back to your cargo business later on so um even in games like warframe that's really not a thing i don't think i mean i guess you know you can gather different materials for to construct different things but i think the your profession is always pretty much the same thing you know you, you you shoot stuff you know yeah there's different sort of gameplay roles. Like you could be more of a healing type or more of a right, right. A lot of people like to argue that there's no tank, but you can you can kind of tank. You can be you know absorbing damage for people, that kind of thing. Right, right, right. But but you're not going to own a bar. You're not you know like and like Joe was saying no. a little bit ago. You know Star Wars Galaxies. You weren't you, you weren't going to own a bar and you weren't going to specialize in dancing and you weren't going to, you know, um, you know get your <laughs> get your creep on dancing. Pretending that you're, uh, you know, a, a hut. <laughs> I mean, a lot of in a lot of ways, we've regressed in MMOs. Oh yeah. And I, I don't want to be mm-hmm. like that old guy. Like, back in my day, MMOs were like, you know, they were so much better. But like, in, a, in kind of in a way, they were. And there's a lot of ways they fall, sh- they fell short, right? Like, there's a lot more polish and tech, and, and but like, I, SWG was like a a beautiful anomaly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. there's and it was broken it was always broken that game was always broken let's be fair but it had such potential and we believed in the potential and in the same spark of swg is why it came to star citizen and and now 
you know, I've been hating on Star Citizen for like the past year or two years now. Like I've really just turned on the whole thing mm-hmm. just because it's just an utter shit show in my opinion. But you're taking me back to like the original promise and why we went there. There's nothing else that even tries to fit that void. Chronicles of Valeria or some bu- other bullshit game. <laughs> which is, exactly. And that's the correct response is like just laughter. Just laughter because yeah. it's so far from it. But um, I don't know what you mean. You guys you have You're just a hater. Dream World's going to save everything. Oh, oh man. It, dude, dude. It, 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 it's like, take take the ring back. Take the ring back. <laughs> it, it, I, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't think... I don't think TGWS is, like... It's hard to get every, all the cats in one game. What I do find is, like, at different various times, I start playing a game and run into people I haven't played with for a while playing a different game mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool mm-hmm. and there's still a community around that mm-hmm. i don't know how you fix community or stuff like you're you know you're, you're talking to the kid that like sat at the, the reject table at lunch and you're asking him how how do you make friends in the video game world i mean that doesn't make sense to me uh, yeah <laughs> so yeah. well no it was back in back in back in the in the day you know that was and that was a complaint that we got fairly early on was you know it's like hey you don't have people coming out to to play on a you know being reliable showing up because there were there were people in the group that wanted to have something more like a team legacy setup you know they wanted you know discipline and rigor and all that and it's like hey we're totally on board for that you know if that's what you want to do and you know you have your group of because we talked about sub orgs and and all of that kind of stuff they said but the the core the core principle behind um, uh, this group is to come out when you can and play with whatever you've got, you know, ship-wise, for as long as you want. Just be nice to people um, and, uh, you know, be respectful, you know. Because we had a lot of people that brought their kids out, too. Because, you know, Star Citizen was really turning into a family thing. And, uh, you know, I said, so, you know, if, if you're in chat and there's obviously a child in there, you know, if you're in with buddies that you know, then, and if you want to, you know, make, you know, inappropriate comments you know speak to your audience but not right but just be respectful of you know when you have other people there it's like you know like when turd used to bring um uh his uh, his nugget <laughs> his son out you know to play sea of thieves with us all the time and he's he's a um i actually was i was lucky enough to meet uh, um uh, son of turd one time and he's he's a just a lovely young man and um you know so you want to to have the community you want to have the ability, or at least that was our, our take on it, is we want to be able to have people, you know, who show up who, who can be comfortable um, playing with other people. And so, not saying don't have salty language, but, you know, if you're playing with some folks like, you know, you know, pizza himself, you know, the, the, the pizza, you're the, you're the Joe, you're the evil Joe, he's the pizza. The pizza, the pizza is a, is, um, is a, a very nice family man and he he's very careful about the language that he uses he doesn't you know he's doesn't you know he's he's a gentleman he's a gentleman and um i think that that is a thing to be admired um i i've stopped aspiring to it years ago because it's just not in me Uh, (laughs) but you know i want to be respectful of that and allow you know and and you know temper my behavior such that we can share a gaming space and do things together you know so that was that was the idea but then there were people that wanted more i mean not more they wanted different they wanted you know we we have to if we want to grow this thing we have to have rigor and we have graduating classes and we'll hand out you know you know there was talk about well we need to break down all of the uh the org titles <laughs> I, I think back in the day you could create different titles and you would have you know ranks and sub ranks and all that stuff i was like not only do I see that never working, I also don't want to even involve myself in the nightmare of trying to set it up and run it, you know, because then I'm not coming out and playing. Then I'm just coming out and, you know, um, uh, being a, you know, yard, yard monitor, you know, or right. whatever. And, and, that's, and that's not fun for me. And, and why, why would you want to play with me if I'm not having fun? because I, I turn into a real poop. <laughs> I, I think the thing that's missing from that, and the easiest thing to, to point to is, is the lack of a game. Yes, absolutely. It, it's so weird, but so obvious. But, I mean, you, you absolutely have to have, and you have to have a game in which you can have a sophisticated 
uh, gaming culture or group where, where you have a myriad yes. of different types of players and it supports all the different player types and there's a reason why people would want to be able to connect or be able to know like you know right you may have some casual players but like you know these casual players they're fun to play with and there's a reason within the game mechanics that you would want to because in a purely competitive game like if you're playing in the nba and you have a, a buddy that you play pick up basketball games with on the weekend you, you don't want to mm-hmm. you know you don't want to go to the nba finals with them right like because that's right. but and I, i'm horrible at sports analogies because i hate sports but like maybe i think it's a perfect sense. analogy we yeah, so I mean, like deep it's... rock earlier, like it's the exact same thing when you're talking about the deep dive versus a normal mission. You don't, you know, you have people that's fun to play a normal mission with, but you don't necessarily want to bring them to like the the elite right. deep dive where you go down four floors. It's, it's right. just different. Right, right. I've heard I've heard tennis used as an analogy for that. It's saying you know you can have you know a person who is a competent tennis player, and then you have somebody that's you know on the pro level, and those two people can't play and have fun together. Um, you know, because, or at least they can't play and be satisfied with um, uh, having played a good tennis match because one person is so overpowered relative right. to the other person. But, you know, if you have that person, you know, in an environment that is rich and diverse enough, a gaming environment that's rich and diverse enough, then you can have that guy from Team Legacy who, you know, has you know, 25 confirmed kills, you know, in the Navy. Um, he can he can have his buddy who lives across the street, who's married to his uh, sister-in-law, um, you know, come over and ride around with him in his um, uh, uh, reclaim. I played I played with Ace, Ace Asmine the other night. It was, it was the first time I caught up with him in a, in a long time. And uh, he was, he wanted to let me know he still has his uh, reclaim, or not, uh, what's the... He named the ship Spoon Rest because it looks like a giant spoon rest. What's the the bomber? Retaliator. Um, the big bomb. Retaliator. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. I even know that. Yeah, and I mean, I've owned I've owned a Retaliator six, seven times at least. Um, and he, but you know, he can have that buddy come over and just sit, you know, sit next to him in the cockpit and share that thing with him. Um, you can't really do that in Deep Rock. I mean, you can bring somebody along and you can, like Sorry was saying, you can do a low. Uh, a normal level mission, you know, you can have the guy set up a character and you can help him level that character up, but you can't bring somebody along for the ride to just show the thing off. Not, not, and not with the intention of, hey, you know, next time you'll be better and you can learn to do stuff or what have you, but it's just like, you know, hey, just welcome to my world for a little bit. And, you know, because when it's the relationship is like that, how can it be? How can it not be more enticing for that person who's visiting? You know, if they and if they have any interest in games, they go, "Oh, hey, yeah, I want to get involved in this. What do you suggest that I get?" Well, I suggest that you, you know, get the forty-five dollars starter ship and you go over, you know, you go to uh, this planet and you, um, you know, do something simple to get started. And you know, next time we're going out on a run with all the. Uh, the fancy pilot guys, you know, um, you know, w- if we have an extra seat, we'll bring you along and um, and you can kind of check check it out because, you know, I've thought about that like for um, what I would really like to be able to do in Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, is be able to in VR be able to have somebody ride along with you in the airplane, you know, because then it's kind of like you're you're on you're you're doing a tour. You know, and it's like you can, you know, just a, a small plane and you fly and you go fly over the Grand Canyon. And the the job that they've done on that game is just so amazing. And so then that's a way uh, that people can, um, uh, you know, really experience virtual reality and enjoy it. Because I'm, I'm sure, sorry, and you've had, you know, friends of yours or, you know, friends of Jellies who have said, oh, you know, I'm curious about VR. Can I come, can I come try it? And I say, yeah, you know, sure, absolutely, but what, what, you know, and I always, when that happens, I just end up loading up a museum tour or something, you know, um, because there's no way really, they, they're, they're not going to be able to fly an airplane, I mean, not that I can, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I have people struggle with, like, a realistic sort of gun game, even. I, I give them the simplest, most fun, sort of frenetic thing, like job simulator yeah. or something is perfect for that. Right, 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 and. But you know how 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 cool would it be if you could actually bring someone along to demonstrate in in a game like um, 
how cool would it be if you could take somebody along in Half-Life Alex, you know, and they would just be a camera riding on your shoulder, you know, and experience that story with you, you know? I think that would be, you know, and, and maybe maybe we're going to get there. I don't know, you know, if, if that's even a thing that people have, um, you know, thought about. But um, certainly streamers do that. Oh, okay, okay. You know, so, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. But would you be able to set the stream up to go to another another VR goggle? Um, oh, that, that's a different sort of problem. Yeah, you'd have to, I mean, you'd be streaming to a, a flat surface for sure. So would you be able to stream to, like, say, I know, I know, like, in VR, you can stream to a television. I wonder if there's a way to connect to the television with a Quest and, um, and be able to see in VR, but you just don't have any control apart from, you know, head movement. But anyway, I so saw that's, anyway, back to Joe's point and back to, you know, Soren's point that we were saying is that, you know, the thing that we that we lost in the transition from verse cast to pants cast is <clears throat> is a central uh, a, a suitable central game um, and I think we've, we've done a fair amount of searching for the next one and um, I don't and it's it's never worked out and I'm not saying that it, it, it won't but I think that um, uh, that's just a thing to acknowledge and to uh, keep in mind on on the go forward. Um, so uh, let's see. As usual, Joe has just completely thrown me off my notes. Joe, I I don't know how you do that. Look, man. You do. Every time. Every time. You you said you wanted this type of spontaneity within your community that I provide. Mm -hmm. Absolute chaos. Listen, listen to what I'm feeling, Joe. <laughs> Um, Look, I don't listen to my wife so, when she's feeling like, <laughs> you got no hope, brother. <laughs> All right. So, you know, what happened over with us in Versecast, you know, that, that that's what happened. And we came over here, and since since uh, I left over there, Wolf is, is in charge of uh, those guys with ships. And um, still a great group of people, you know. Diverse interests. I think you got a lot of people that are are just fans of collecting spaceships still, you know, and you know, you know, configuring their hangars or doing whatever that they're they're doing with that, and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. It's just it wasn't it wasn't for me any longer, and uh, I definitely didn't want to be doing that um, as as a guy in charge because I think that that implies a certain level of endorsement on my part, and I don't want to I. I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't endorse the project um, and uh, feel like people were spending money because of enthusiasm that I communicated to them about about um, about our community and about um, that particular project. So anyway, that's what Sorry and I came over and we started uh, we started the Pants Cast um, because you know still wanted to uh, create community content um, and maintain a place for community to meet, hang out, and play. And uh, so, like I said, we tried their um, ba -da -bum -bum -bum, uh, expectations, future, um, glass half full, though. Okay, very important that uh, it's, you know, the purpose of this conversation is not to say woe is us, but just, you know, glass, has, glass or glass half full, um, keeping an open mind for what the future holds and believing in that there are still other compatible weirdnesses out there whose paths we've yet to cross. So there are there are people like us out there still who um, I think would want to come and hang out with us and play with us, um, but they just, you know, they haven't found us yet. And so um, uh, I have an idea about a thing, and I'm trying it already. So, I, uh, but before we describe that, I just want to I want to make sure to check in with you guys too, because um, I, I want to know, you know, how you guys see your participation with the show. And I'm really sorry, Bendis isn't here because um, this is important for all of us. Um, participation with the show, and are are you guys getting what you need out of being a part of this? Um, because that's um, that's it's important. It's important to me that you are. And I'm also, you know, the way that I, the way that I construct the show and the way that I prepare for the show, um, I get off on a tangent and, you know, it's days later and I kind of like, oh, wow, how is this going to work? Um, 
Yeah, because I, I wrote all of this last night. You, you should see the mess that, <laughs> that I abandoned uh, to actually talk about this instead. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at a later date. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you guys, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's, you know, I, you know for, I really appreciate you guys continuing to come out and dedicate the time to, to hang out and do this uh, with me. Um, so, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, what, what do you, are you getting what you need? And, uh, is there something different that you would like to be doing, um, as, as part of your contribution to the show? Um, I, I think I, I like, I love talking to you guys. Like, I love the conversations we have, but so much mm-hmm. like, but to be honest with you, and I, I don't think I was like shy about it. Like I got sick of talking about Star Citizen, like, cause it was just no longer interesting to me, but like, Yep. Yep. Before the show, we were, we were just talking about movies, and uh, you and I have talked about various other topics, you know, completely offhand. Mm-hmm. And like, I love it, and I always love getting, like, story. And you have a very unique uh, perspective that I respect, and it's different than my own a lot of times. And I love just to hear your take on things. Same with Vendis. Same with you, Gleep. And so, mm-hmm. like, we could we could have a. For me, it's not so much. It doesn't have to be video game centric. Although, I mean, Grant, one of my biggest hobbies with all of you, but I'm still kind of waiting for that next big game to, like, lose myself in, and there's just nothing on the horizon, even. Like, there's not even anything on the horizon. And so, short of that, you know, I I find myself doing lots of other things in life, but, like, I still love talking tangential things about gaming with you guys. Like, we were talking about John Wick, we're talking about movies, we're talking about... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I love getting all that perspective from you guys and hearing that stuff. So for me, just having those conversations and, and, and is is awesome. And then and then Gleep, like, I still feel kind of like a listener to the show because you provide such great – you have such great, I don't know, content and intros and, like, perspective on things. And, you're, and it's so polished, and just hearing that is pretty awesome. So kind of like being – Well, thank you. Thank you. Standing next to that when it happens is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think over the last five years it's been since well since it's fourteen. So what is that? Seven years. Over the past seven years, I've developed my own brand of weirdness, um, and uh, and I enjoy it. I really I really do enjoy uh, writing the the odd quirky stuff. And uh, you know, back back in the early days, it was uh, you know the uncomfortable silences. You know, it was the uncomfortable silences, and um, and then you know the out of the, the tangential comment that would just make that would make Ace sort of lose his mind. <laughs> he would just go, "I don't what is going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I mean, it's but thank thank you, Joe. That, that, that's very very kind. Um, I agree. I agree with all of that. I think the, the the chemistry between us is is fantastic, and I think the the wackiness that each of us bring to the show I think is fantastic, and we should you know continue to embrace that yes yes and back to one of the things that joe just said is i do think it's important to keep gaming at the center um not necessarily a game a particular game that would be nice if we had one but i think that keeping gaming at the center is something of a of an anchor because i you know if we let it drift if we let the 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 topics drift too far away from that um you know, exclusively, then I think we, we, we lose something, you know, because I think there is something about gaming culture and about gamers um, that is at the core of pretty much everything else we have in common, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like it's like tabletop games, you know? it's you, you show up and you have that tabletop thing right in front of you in common, but you keep coming back, you know, week after week or month after month because... You have a rapport with the other players, you know, you, you know, you laugh at the same jokes, but if, if no one is showing up at the game store to just sit around an empty table, you know, or sit around a table and say, oh, well, what do you want to talk about this month? You know, it it just, it just, that's not going to be a strong enough impetus. And, um, I think having gaming, uh, video gaming specifically, um, at the, um, at the, at the center is an important thing to maintain. But I also agree with you, Joe. I, I think that it's it's good to um, to diversify uh, uh, topics a little bit and uh, 
because that's that's what we do when we're playing together, you know, and and not recording. Is that we're we're talking about all kinds of stuff, and it's all interesting stuff. And our personalities come through, whether we're experts in the area or whether we don't know anything. Um, our personalities come through, and they add to that that group experience. And that's that's what I think is really um, the value that I want to hold on to is us being able to continue to do that. And I also, I, I want to have a, a, a good game, you know, but, uh, you know, waiting for that to happen, I think is, is not a good plan. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think gaming culture, I, I totally agree with you. Like gaming culture, I think gaming culture is central to my life. I can't speak for the rest of you. I would assume. So it, it probably is. We spend a lot of our time playing games and, whether it's the music you listen to or even even the movies you listen to like that media that behind there like those virtual worlds that you kind of exist in is a huge backdrop to all of that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think like all it's interesting because you know some of us are older (laughs) and have kind of been like the original gamers through all of it not that that gives you any type of like additional credibility but maybe like a little bit of context like I remember when yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. cool to play Dungeons and Dragons. Now it's absolutely the popular right. thing to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, right, right, right. And you know, it, it, so it's, it's it's that culture sort of flipped on its head. And so it's interesting. It's it's interesting to kind of see how that happens, right? Like, because gaming culture, I think it's almost central to online culture in a lot of ways. Like, it's it permeates through memes, through everything else. Like, all that stuff is there. All your yes. base belongs to us came from yes. gaming culture but that for at least a minute i mean i think it's like in the meme history books right but also yeah it's it's also like embedded in like the actual like larger culture writ large and i think leroy jenkins and leroy jenkins great another actually you know even more modern but still date <laughs> but like and yeah, <laughs> yeah but i mean like i guess you can't like really disambiguate just disamb- uh-huh um, just some big, just some big. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like, is that an actual word or did I, I just make one up? How much beer have I had? Anyways, no, I mean, so someone, some, one of our list, one of our three w- listeners, correct me. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, cause you know, cause think, think about it. I mean, think of a practical example. You're at the, remember when we used to have these places uh, called malls where you would go <laughs> and there were stores and you would, you would go there with your significant other and you would wait outside. Um, remember arcades? Uh, you know what? Well, yeah. Well, well, no. I'm thinking, you know, contemporary. While oh. you, while she went inside to 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 shop for things that interested her, but not you, you could be sitting outside, you know, checking your cell phone. And down at the other end of the mall, if someone yells out Leroy Jenkins, I guarantee you, if it's a Saturday and there's, you know, there's a fair number of people there, you're going to have at least a half a dozen guys who are going to turn and look at that, and you're going to look at each other, and you're all going to smile, <laughs> because you you know what that means. And it's you and you, you you have that bond there instantly because of that thing. First off, in that um, scenario, I'm taking cover because if someone shouts, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, boy, Jenkins in a mall," I, I've I and we're in the United States. Unfortunately, I think that's gonna be a mass <laughs> shooting. Yeah, it's in the U.S. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just I just I just love it where you know, but he's got you know, but I got chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was one. Leroy Jenkins is is, is awesome. Is, that was such an awesome it, event that got captured. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It has become a meme, and the whole the whole thing about that, like, just I, I don't know. But yeah, I think so. I mean, to your point, yeah. I mean, obviously, gaming is where we always lay our hat. I guess until we find the game that we can talk about, you know, and really, it just seems like we talk about, and I have no problem bashing stuff like chronicles of Lyria, I'll, I'll bash it all the time but with all that at some point i just want to have something that you know that is a positive place that and, yeah and, and to your point yeah. and, and it's so it sucks it sucks so much about star season at this point in time. It, it, maybe low probability maybe it happens chris delivers which would be great because it's a virtual world it's not a game at that it's really not not a game it is a game but it's a virtual world where you have all these different people who you can play the game. You can be competitive. You can be com- playing yeah. competitive chess. You can be com- playing competitive ten- tennis. You can be playing Trade Simulator 101, or you can just be in, in a 3D social environment, all in one game. 
and I think that's what's needed to build an actual gaming community like you want to do and we all want to do and to have everybody there think of all the games where we've had 20 or more players in one instance and mm-hmm. and how often that's happened the last time that's happened that I was a part of it was scum and it was so random I Pitt wanted yeah. to play scum and I put down a scum server and next thing I know there's like 12 of us there and I was like when is the last time there's been 12 of us on a single server and we, what are we doing we, we were doing yeah. nothing organized we're like playing guitar making dildo spears and playing <laughs> songs and playing her mod- like wolf's playing the, like wolf's literally playing guitar around a fire and yeah. we're all freezing to death trying trying yeah. to get food and that was a fun night and but you mm-hmm. know ultimately it, it went away because there's not enough in the scum universe to keep us all engaged and coming back night to night right right but yeah. It had enough stuff that it brought the enough right of people. Besides that, ARC one time, we used to have like 20 people. Oh, yeah. TGWS has had many ARC nights um, mm-hmm. and different ARC mm-hmm. servers. I remember the one we had like 20 people. We had like Pirate Bay, and it was pretty cool. But it's so, it, it is like, let's talk about stocks and crypto. You know, you have that slow mm-hmm. rise to get up to that number. Mm-hmm. And for a brief mm-hmm. time, you have that you're, you're up, and you're in the green, and then just like that fast plummet, right? A sell off. Yeah. And that's what these games feel like. You you know you build up a server, you get some people, and then there's this huge sell off, and then it's done, it's dead. And yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know how to fix. Yeah, that. it's. Well, I I think I think what we maybe a thing that we can do is that we can be you know start expecting that, and then just realizing that when you. <laughs> When you have Wolf Larson dancing around the campfire playing his guitar as a enormous black woman, <laughs> you can you, you realize you realize that it's it's this is special and it's not going to be this special again for long. So you know let's let's enjoy this and then when the next one happens, we'll enjoy that. But, but don't you ever um, miss Star Wars if, Galaxies where like you could just count yeah. on being hundreds of players and like you can have yes. twenty guild members yes. on. I remember, I remember a time where like, maybe I used to think it was because like, I don't play these games anymore, but I don't think these games like really exist. Where like you just come on and there's like there's a guild of a hundred people, you know, and, yeah. and a guild of a hundred yeah. people was small back in the day. Really, I mean, right? I mean, if you had twenty people, that that was like you and your college buddies like hanging out or something. That wasn't like, um. And now we get 20 people on a server, and it feels like, you know, the stars have aligned, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's different levels to it. Um, where, like, you'll, you'll have a guild of, like, 500 people in a game like Warframe or something. But they don't they don't talk to each other. They're just in it for the, the inherent sort of gameplay benefits of doing that kind of thing. I don't, you, you still mm-hmm. see... You know, the Star Wars galaxies, like, you made houses that existed in a physical place, and you had neighbors, and you, you know, more often than not, you'd meet those neighbors in town as you're going down the street, or maybe you'd meet up at the bar that Bob built, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, that There's no permanence to these worlds anymore. Even even in the games where you can get houses, they're, they're instanced. There's no per-chance meetings. Right. It's all sort of... Um, text-based like chat encounters where you happen to um to see people when you have to try try to set something up Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. i think it's more of a it's sort of indicative of the modern world where like no one no one calls on each other anymore they they text each other you don't see people by chance really at all you just you have to set up interactions ahead of time right right it's like I don't I don't talk on the phone anymore. I hate talking on the phone now, you know, because I just I mean, I mean I don't I hate it, but I'm very uncomfortable talking on the phone. I would much rather just exchange a couple of texts, you know, and um, I don't think that that's necessarily a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's sort of you know it's uh, I've become a product of of, of my environment and um, you know trying to fight that I think takes more energy than I I either have or am willing to attempt to invest but um so anyway um since we are all about throwing the cheese out with the bathwater, yes <laughs> a thing we should do a thing a proactive thing is what i'm thinking and so i want to introduce to you here and now 
pants cast shorts. Yes. It seems to me that a thing to try is to target content to specific game demographics when possible. Now, admittedly, what I write can get off the leash from time to time, and that may make it more difficult for prospective new initiates to our cult, I mean, not cult, our group, make it more difficult to connect with content they can easily relate to or find attractive. Uh, Mrs. G has been at that for about 20 years now, and she's, she still is trying to figure it out. So, therefore, um, excerpted portions of previously released shows tailored specifically to specific gaming demographics. How, do you, how, how will he do that, you ask? Well, higher frequency of release and more direct car targeting via the Twitter machine. So, the first salvo was launched last night, and this was from the last episode we recorded. Um, and because we opened the show, and this wasn't even on the, the show notes um, to discuss, but Vendus, I mentioned to Vendus that he had, I had seen him in, in, on Steam in Elite Dangerous quite a bit and, and asked him, you know, so what's up with that? And, you know, he subsequently revealed that he is a part of the Odyssey Alpha and he's playing it. And so we asked him some questions. How's this working? How's that working? What do you think? Um, and uh, it, I thought it was very interesting. And I thought that it was stuff that, um, though it may be a little, um, a little stale, I mean, because it is sort of, because that, that alpha process is, uh, is moving fairly quickly um, at this point. It may be a little stale at this point, but I still thought that it would be a thing, some perspective, some information that uh, someone who is into Elite Dangerous or is interested in getting into Elite Dangerous might be interested in hearing. So it worked out to like 11 minutes or something like that. So I put it out as another episode last night and, um, uh, you know, tweeted out that, uh, that this is a, you know, an Elite Dangerous specific snippet of time. So you don't have to listen to my, you know, one of my defibrillating, defibrillate, you don't have to listen to my my vocal diarrhea to get to the good part. You um, you just right. It starts off as just Vendus talking about Elite Dangerous, um, and um, already I have uh, uh, tube number two is flooded and Sorian is loaded in there talking about Outrider, and so I will put that out in a couple of days, and uh, I will I will figure out a way to excerpt something out of um, out of this episode, which I will do which I will release after this episode is released, probably... Hmm, I'm thinking it's going to be maybe by next Monday. I don't, <clears throat> I'm getting my, uh, my, second, uh, my second shot on Friday, so I'm not, I'm not planning on being too productive over the weekend, but we'll see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, by the way, I could, I could totally do like a two-hour spoiler cast of Outriders. Holy crap. We should do that. We should... We should we should do that with Vendus um, because obviously you, you two guys have, have been there been there done that yeah and um, you know so let's let's get that together and then we can we can target that stuff using you know the the Twitter machine and you know and hashtags and whatnot and you know respond to people who are doing um, uh, outrider you know focused content um, you know I'm not gonna you know like you know try to to direct message you know guys like what's a who's who's one of the big guys that's doing the outriders um i don't know oh i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not going to be hitting up skill up and going hi look at us look at we say words too they just they, they don't sound the same because you're from another country <laughs> but um uh but you know still i mean try to to put ourselves out there a little bit more with a presentation of what we're talking about uh that will be more directly interesting to potential um, uh, new listeners. And then from that, you know, we, if they like, they like uh, the way that we interact and, you know, uh, uh, the, the information that they're getting, I mean, we're not, we're not doing how to uh, or gameplay, um, you know, guides. We're not doing guides. We're just, we're advertising community and our interest. And if that interest uh, rhymes with their feelings or their interests about a particular game, then I'm hoping that that will motivate uh, them to want to come to our Discord server and become involved. And I'll also I'll uh, figure out a um, 
uh, an email address that people can send to and begin featuring that a little bit more prominently because <clears throat> I think that that is, it, it seems like people, there's been very few people, even though I've been mentioning it in the, um, in the show uh, for a while now, people seem reluctant to um, uh, message to Discord. And I don't know if that's because people, not many people have Discord um, or not, or the people that are um, would potentially be interested or not don't have, already have Discord, but everybody has email. So, or they can also, you know, I'll make it so that, or make it clear that people can uh, direct uh, message uh, our Twitter account. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think about that? I think uh, uh, making it so that. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I think short format is great. Like people nowadays kids nowadays like the short to digest they like they like them vines <laughs> you know like <laughs> the, the short digestible is good and uh but people also appreciate long form like joe rogan yes like um yeah yeah well like we're doing tonight yeah like, like we're doing a lot tonight. of what we do is is long form and but i think like having a a mix of both like you know like short gets you in maybe you want to hear the long form form meanderings right um yeah well joe joe rogan clips i mean jre clips you know that's what you know that's how i find out about a lot of the interviews i haven't been following him as closely since he went over to um spotify but they still put the jre clips over on youtube and occasionally i'll see oh you know i haven't heard haven't heard him talk to this guy for a long time and uh so you know that that clues me in that there's something I want to go investigate, and so I think if, you know if we can utilize that that technique, you know that might might be useful. I think to that end, you you need to like why Joe Rogan is so like popular is because <laughs> that was a long pause there. No, he, he interviews like some interesting people. Like, Glib, you probably need to like interview some people at some point. Like, <laughs> no, I mean like I, I don't know how I'm that interviewing happens. Interviewing you, Joe. <laughs> no one wants to. No interesting me. people. Inter yeah, thank you. Soren <laughs> oh, 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 oh. has it. This is why I like Soren. Like I agree with him a lot of times. Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not that interesting of a guy. No, I mean, um, th that'll take some getting to. I mean, um, I think for as far as because a gaming community having an interesting, and engaged gaming community is one thing, and TWS was wasn't is an interesting and engaged gaming community but like when i listen to the podcast you guys had a great podcast it was just great to listen to like for the right. for the content of itself separate from the gaming experience i had with tgws and this is me like right. three or four years ago um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm like i just like to listen to this podcast to listen to this podcast um i think like maybe maybe get there you've done it before you could do it again and uh like i like our conversations and everything else like and maybe other people would like to listen to it and or that but yeah and then the gaming experience like i think the only thing really lacking two ways you go with the lack of game experience either you find a, a game that's just engaging or you make mm -hmm. a game engaging through events and everything else like that and i just want to do a really quick shout out to like uh Darison and, and Monteado. Because I, mm -hmm. they've, and and of course Wolf, but like the three of them have like, for like the last year and a half have carried, um, TGWS w with providing content essentially like gaming content when no gaming content has existed. Like games suck right, right. now, and Darrison's work worked his his butt off, and Amonte Auto and Wolf, you know Wolf is having like Wolfpack Wednesdays and stuff like that where you just basically make content in a game where it does not exist and and to be fair right. vendus our own vendus has done the same thing with um some of the you know with arma in you know and he did with valheim a couple other games that he's hosted he, he sort of made content sort of made events happen and i think it's only pass forward for us um either have that amazing game come out or make a mediocre game right. less mediocre <laughs> with content in my yeah. opinion one of yeah. the key sort of factors of success for the original show aside from you know everybody being fantastic and having interesting conversations was 
like a lot of other podcasts, it's it's targeted on one particular topic. People people can come back, you know, whenever they want to listen to an episode, and you guys are still going to be talking about the same topic. It's just a different aspect of it. Like they, having people be able to have expectations of what they're going into and having those be satisfied mm-hmm. and met, I think is really important mm-hmm. for this kind of content. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping to be able to foster a little, um, some, <laughs> any, yeah. uh, audience participation. Because, you know, when they tell you what it is that um, they want to, to, to hear about, then that makes it that much easier. I mean, I know that I have, you know, written to podcasts before, um, and any time that I had sent uh, some feedback in or um, a question... I was absolutely sure to listen to that next episode because I wanted to hear my question read, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, I think that that's a, a, a good way to go about that. But it also, but it becomes a little bit tricky when you have, if a person wants to be able to come back and hear about a particular thing, that to some extent that that particular thing has to remain relevant, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the larger gaming community. Otherwise. It's it's just a dead topic, um, so. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, all right. Um, so you guys uh, got anything else uh, real quick? Um, probably gonna bust this up into two episodes. Um, yeah. 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 I think it's that's oh, all right. Um, so all right. Well. Uh, in the words of Sir Anthony Kellogg, your stool, sir, is pathetic, malformed, and foul-smelling. My stool, on the other hand, is magnificent, enormous, and with no more odor than a warm biscuit. Wait, that's not... That's not the co- <laughs> That's not the quote I was looking for. Somebody, can you make, like, some paper shuffling noises for a second? <laughs> okay, that'll do. <laughs> All right, here it is, yes. Though the girth of your coefficient on value be nearly imperceptible, a rejection of the null hypothepan set better than the 1% level of confidence is vigorously indicated. In other words, they're telling us there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) But until then, I am still Gleep, he is still Saurian. Other he is still Venice, who is not here, and other other he is still evil. He's still Joe. He's still the evil Joe. And this has been Null Hypothepants, brought to you by the fine folks over at the Pantscast Family Shows, a wholly owned subsidiary of Gleep's Gaming Network TM, podcasting by the seat of our pants since before Rex Kwon Do first bowed to his sensei when he was heard to say, Let me see your hypothepants! Yeah! Yeah! We hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, consider sharing it with two people you don't particularly care for. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to get a Napoleon Dynamite reference in there, did you? I did. I did. Right at the closing bell. Gosh. <laughs> I finally sure, killed sure. Bendis. Did you? oh Jesus! That's why you're here, huh? You're here to gloat. <laughs> I got finally, that on. Uh, I'm finally recording. victorious. Yeah. My lawyer is <laughs> not gonna <laughs> like this. My victory is empty. <laughs> My legal defense is null. <laughs> yes, just pay them with crypto. <laughs> You'll be fine. Gleepsgaming.fun. Black square in three, two. One, stop.